Stop you right there. So for y'all 20 to 28 year old people, yo, cut that shit out. This is what I'm getting to. <laughs> Let me, okay. <laughs> cut that shit out, yo. Like that shit corny. Y'all think, I you mean, know, I thought of myself. People see people like us in a relationship that looks healthy on the outside. I mean, here and there, but it looks like you look happy. You have your kids, your family. Like they don't want to be alone. That's scary to think about. So Especially I wasn't if you have no prospects. Like you yeah, know. but I wasn't going there. I was just going there I'm to just say explaining why they want that. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm talking about the twenty to like 27, 28 year olds. There is about. life after twenty eight. Like you don't have to do everything in your twenties. We're going to share with you the uncut version of marriage from our own experiences and what marriage is teaching us every day. And to start off, like usual, we're going to take a shot. (sighs) Better this time. Mm -mm, That that went to my nose. Oh, that ain't good. Okay. So for today's episode, we're going to talk about being young and married. So deep. I thought you were going to start off. <laughs> All right. So, um, we'll start with st- how we got engaged. Sorry. All right. So, we got engaged 2011 on Christmas. So, I plan to do it at my grandma's house during Christmas because I always, you know, I have a bigger family. So, I want to do it in front of them more versus doing it like out in public. I mean, I don't think I like being in public like that and having my business out there. So, I mean, I don't like public shit either. So, I mean, I mean, I guess it worked because I kind of knew that she, you know, I didn't know how she was going to react. If I mean, we, we had talked about it. So, I mean, I wasn't expecting it to happen there at your family. I figured it would be more of a private thing. Like more like of a one-on-one thing? Or like us and a few friends, if that. But, I mean, I wasn't actually thinking about it like that either. I wasn't like, hmm, this is what my engagement is going to look like because we talked about it, but I never really thought about, like, the planning of it. Like, I was just really nervous because I didn't know your family that well yet. And it's like, 511 of them. So, <laughs> I was like, is he serious right now? But, uh, I mean, it, we were engaged regardless. It was True, true. So... How the engagement happened, um, I had bought the ring. Um, she, I, I showed her a couple different rings that I thought she would like. And, of course, you know, we talked about it for a little while. And then all of a sudden, I ended up getting the ring. And I go to my grandma's house. It's probably like 
maybe a couple days before I ask you. And I show it to my mom, my grandma. I didn't know this. I didn't know they knew before. Yeah. I mean, I knew that they knew, like, the day of because everybody was, like, being awkward and told me to come out to see you in the living room. But I didn't know they knew, like, a couple days ahead of time. Yeah, so, like, I I tried to plan it a little better than I did to make it seem more authentic and genuine. So, so I'm at, at my grandma's house, and, you know, she's excited, my mom's excited, but we're also still very young. And they let me know that, like, hey, you're still young. And, you know, this is a big step forward, especially being 18, getting engaged, not really knowing life or who we are yet. Right. So, boom, Christmas Day comes. And we're sitting in my uncle's room. On the couch, just chilling. And I have the ring in my pocket, and I'm nervous as fuck. I didn't notice anything was off. <laughs> bro, I'm sitting there, bro. I'm sitting here nervous as shit. So, you know, we eat and whatnot, and then, boom, it's time to open presents. Is that what it was? I don't even remember much else besides, like, was it Ebony that came and got me? Uh, I believe so. I don't know. I thought it was weird because she was like, hey, Omar wants to see you. And I'm like, okay. And I got up, but they were all like smiling and all, everybody was looking at me weird. So like, like, everybody's like sitting in the living room. And if you know my family, like it's a lot of people at my grandma's house. Mm -hmm. So it's everybody just in there sitting and my nerves is just going fucking crazy. And then I get down on one knee. And I fucking grab the wrong hand. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to force the ring on the wrong hand. And she pulling away. And I'm like, nigga, like, please don't embarrass me. <laughs> I didn't even think about it from your perspective. I'm over here like trying to give you my other hand. Let it go, and you Bruh. try to put it on my hand, and I'm like, no. I, I think thought, I finally just said, I think I just said it's the wrong hand. I don't remember. Maybe, but or like, somebody else did. Like, I'm like, bro, like she really about to pull away and say no. Like, like if she would have done it, like if she would have said no, like at the house or like when we're one on one. Okay, cool. Like. Ain't nobody see it. And I'm cool with being embarrassed by myself. But you did it in front of my family? Oh, man. Like, I, I was going to be hurt. <laughs> but my dumb ass was putting it on the wrong finger. So then I finally got the right hand. And then, boom, we're engaged. And... I don't think you asked. I think someone was like... Are you going to ask her? Because you like got on one knee and had the ring like looking at me. I think, I don't think you asked right away. I think they had to tell you, or maybe I didn't answer something. I can see either or. I, 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 I don't I think I just remember. shook my head because I was like, look, as soon as I figured out what's going on, I was ready to run away. Like, 
Damn, hold on, hold on. I did the same thing at the wedding, though. Like You were ready first, to run? My first instinct, because there's a lot of people looking at me at the same time, and my heart is racing. My first thought is, like, run. <laughs> but I'm sitting there like, you can't run. I'm also frozen. I'm thinking run, but I'm frozen. Okay. So, <laughs> not like run because I don't want to get married, but run because there's people, like, looking at me all at once like I don't like I don't like attention like that I can't that's why I was like I think I told you before I was like that was I mean it was a personal family type of situation but at the same time I was like if I were to pick that wouldn't have been it because I just can't do a lot of people okay so if you could pick the do-over would you rather do it like in a public setting or like like okay and when I say public I mean like you see on social media how everybody get these cute proposals. And I'm like, damn, my shit was lame as fuck. Maybe I should have just, you know what I'm saying, took the time and just did something that she would remember. But I feel like knowing you, if I would have went that route, I feel like you would have been way more nervous. And I feel like you probably would have said no because it was in that setting. I feel like you... I would have said yes regardless, but okay. I feel like you didn't think about what I was thinking. You were thinking about what would make you more comfortable. I can see that. You can see that, or is that it? No, I, I definitely can. I, yeah, I would say it's it. But I mean, me today and me back then is different. So me today, I wouldn't, I don't care if you make a big, huge thing in the public. But at the same time, I wouldn't be as nervous as I was then if it was like some public thing, like on like Facebook. Okay. Like but back then, I think I would have rather had it just be us and maybe like two of our good friends. Okay. But it doesn't matter now because either way, <laughs> hey, we're good engaged. point. Good point. I mean, anyway, so yeah, we got engaged at eighteen, and the first thing your mom said is, "Y'all are gonna wait, right?" Yeah. Like, how long are you going to be engaged? I was thinking, like, we're not getting engaged until after college. Or we're not getting married until after college. And she was like, good, y'all need to be getting married now. (laughs) So, yeah, we planned on, like, because you were going to go, was it Alabama at first? Yeah, Alabama Alabama. went to first school. And then I was going to stay at UAA. And so we planned on being engaged. And then after we finished school, you come back and we get married. But then that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely didn't happen. So I had went to school in Alabama for for what, like a semester? Because then you came home from Alabama and what happened? Um, so I came home because I wasn't playing football. And then I come back home. And I go to UAA for a semester. And it's not bad going there. And then I tell you I'm leaving again to go to South Dakota to go play football. How'd you you feel when I told you that I'm leaving? Being engaged. I honestly don't remember. I mean, I probably was upset. um, Because we were going to school together. I really am not sure if that's the order of events or not. I feel like you... That's definitely the order of events. I don't know why I don't remember you going to UAA in the middle. I thought it was like the last. No. No, I guess that's right. I mean, 
you were going to leave regardless. So it's not like I had to Good say point. in anything. Um, we did have some rocky areas in there where we were, I guess, not getting along and you were leaving again. But um, on my end of things, I was going to UAA miserable because all my friends had left. And I think Rachel was the only one that was going to UA, but she was about to leave to California. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I'm about to be here working. I literally went to work. No, I had my morning classes, went to work, and then I had my night classes. And then I was doing homework, homework at night. And like repeat, I didn't have no friends, no social life. And I talked to you when I could. But I was like, I'm over this. I don't really want to be in school. So I literally would work my job and Literally all the money from my job I'd be saving to pay for the fi- the next semester. So I was like, I basically didn't have a social life. Mm-hmm. And then I just was, and my parents, I wasn't getting along with my dad. That's the story. So I was just like, you know what? I need to get out of here. I don't know how. So I'm like, let me go talk to a recruiter. Decided to join the military and I tried to talk you into it. And you were like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. But then you had decided to leave. You know, like, yeah, but, um, you know, I'll I'll think about it. Like, I'm just going to go play football and see how that is. So I was under the impression you weren't going to join, and I was going to join. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, oh, you're going to go meet some military man, or you're going to be out there, and long distance isn't going to last for you guys this time, and you're going to be living on your own and all this other stuff, and you're going to forget about him. And I'm like... No, I don't think that's gonna happen. He'd probably come with me and go to and go to school or something. Like I don't know where I'm gonna go. Depending on where I go, he'll probably come with me. I'm like, oh, so you're gonna take care of him? And I was like, no, he could get a job, but like, but like low key, like at first that was the plan. Mm-hmm. That that was like the original plan of us, like going. You were gonna go, and I was just gonna, you know, fuck it. I, I have nothing to lose. Might as well just go with her to wherever the fuck we're going. Without yeah. joining, right? Yeah, that that was like my original, without joining, was just to go with Because I never thought you were going to join. Shit, I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so then, you end, I don't know what happened. Oh, your mom got sick. So you ended up coming back and you didn't know how long you were going to stay. Like you were, it was like a, I'm coming back for a little bit to see how she's doing. And then you ended up staying longer. And then you finally was like, I'm going to join too. So basically we decided to make sure that we're stationed together. So we both committed to joining the Air Force that we were going to get married. But we decided that we wanted to do it in the courthouse. just like on our regular anniversary in July with that person to go I'm gonna buy like a cute dress I no I saw him buy like an actual wedding dress that's the only thing I was gonna pay for was a nice wedding dress go to the mm-hmm. courthouse and then I wanted just nice wedding photos I didn't need a whole ceremony or reception or maybe we would have like a like a reception with family yeah that was the plan and then my mom was getting ready to move out of town and she was leaving June first. She said. She said she doesn't want. She can't come back. So we gotta get married before she leaves. I'm like, okay, that's not a huge deal. We could do courthouse before she leaves. Yep. 
And she was like, no, you got to get married one time. You only get married once. You got to have an actual wedding. We were like, <laughs> what? Uh, I was like, uh, who's paying for it? She said, oh, yeah, I'm going to help pay. I got money saved up. I'm going to help pay for it. You got to have a wedding because this is your first time and your only. it should be your only time, right? Yep. So what do we do? We decided to have a wedding. It was supposed to still be small, but I might've went overboard with the, I think the most money we spent was on the reception location. But it was very nice though. But then it wasn't like we were of age to drink. And no, I feel like we could have had it at the church because no one's drinking. So no one's really dancing. Like I feel like it was kind of lame. The venue was perfect if venue, we were we of age. I mean, we could have, if we were going to pay for the venue, we should have just had our wedding there too. I we agree. We could have. There's so many regrets. But anyway, we waste, I feel like we wasted money on it. I feel like I would have been happy with the courthouse and then later on having like a wedding, like at like, an, like a 10 year anniversary type thing or even sooner. But looking back now, we wouldn't have ever had a wedding until probably <laughs> 10 years <laughs> Cause we still haven't had a honeymoon. So yeah. If you're that. watching this, uh, donate, please. We're trying to get donate to a honeymoon, to a honeymoon fund. <laughs> hey, we, we, well, we going to put the cash app up there on the screen. <laughs> hey, for real. Anyway. Um, yeah, we haven't really had a honeymoon. That's another story in itself of how crazy our married life has been. But, um, what was I saying? Oh, so basically I regrets. But it is what it is. It happened. It was it was nice. We planned a wedding in what a month and a half. Yeah. Cause it was like what April. We decided we we're gonna do a courthouse in July, which doesn't need planning. Besides need scheduling it. Yeah. And buying like a dress and a tux. Like, so we we planned a, a wedding in a month and a half, um, with the help of my mom a little bit. <laughs> I spent all my savings for that next semester that I was supposed to go to at UAA on the wedding. I spent every penny of that. So, I mean, I don't feel like it was worth it. I could have had that money going into my first base. Good point. But, um, basically it was, it was a mess. I feel like my wedding day was so stressful. The whole wedding planning process was stressful I mean, we had good friends that helped us. Like, shout out Rachel. Hey, Rachel. Thanks for your help. And then Ashley. I forget her last name. I think she got married now. She went to my church. Shout out Ashley. She's probably not going to be watching, but shout out to her too. (laughs) She was like our wedding planner without pay. And then Rachel swooped in at the end and like they worked together. And then, you know, even Miles and Tiki. Shout out y'all because y'all was in there the last, what, week? The last. We weren't sleeping. We was up all night. Up all night. Making decorations or whatever we were doing. Putting invitations together. That's what it was, I think. (sighs) But then what else? Who else helped? I know it was pretty much all I can think of. The main people that helped? Yeah, I would also And then like the wedding party was, Was of course they helped. But um, they knew who they are. I'm not going to keep shouting out names. (laughs) But, um. I feel like the wedding day could have went better. I, I for feel like a thousand reasons. For me, I I don't. For me, like it was a lot of just extra little shit that I had to run around and do. It was always like 
you know, I would pull up to a church. Hey, we need you to go do this. And that was the day of? Yes. That's crazy. Because the day of, I was just doing hair and makeup. Yeah, you were just in the room chilling. No, I was pissed though, but that's another story. I'm running but, around grabbing extra candles or grabbing something. And the then, last minute things that didn't come together. So basically, in that short little month and a half before we got married and we're planning a freaking wedding, my mom was like, you guys need to schedule marriage counseling before you get married. That's probably the only thing that my mom or anybody gave me for advice before getting married was, she said, you need to do marriage counseling. And, and I need to get on birth control. Uh, yeah, that too. <laughs> but other than that, it was literally like, no one said anything besides people like saying, oh, you guys are kind of young. Oh, marriage is different. Marriage is hard. And that's pretty much it. Like, they don't say what it is that's hard. I'm, so I'm assuming it's like, we just got to communicate like people just argue a lot when they're married like people get tired of each other and they argue a lot but we're gonna stay like we're good at communicating now we don't have big issues now so why would we have any when we get married nothing should really change besides the title boy <laughs> boy was we wrong but when her mom mentioned that i said therapy who needs that? like i don't need that what therapy black people don't go to therapy I didn't think any of that. I was just thinking we didn't have time. No, nah, I definitely was like, yo. Because they were saying we have to have a certain amount of time of counseling for it to actually be effective. And I was like, we literally don't have that much time. We're going to squeeze sessions in in the short amount of time. We both have jobs and we're planning a wedding. And on top of that, we were planning this, but I didn't know. I didn't have a date to leave yet. So I was like, I could leave whenever he called. Like, True. I had no idea when I was leaving. And luckily, I found out. Like, I think it was the beginning of May. I got a call and he was like, hey, you got a date to leave. And it was like September, end mm-hmm. of September, right? It was like September 23rd. And I was like, what? Like, we were all, we were walking into Joanne's fabric or something. Like, we were literally in the middle of wedding planning. And I saw that he was calling. I was like, fuck, I'm about to leave. Like, now. That's what I thought it was going to be. But a good thing I had enough time. But basically, I found out I was leaving in September we planned this wedding in six weeks. We didn't do any marriage counseling because we thought that we didn't have time and we just thought that counseling was stupid. Yeah. yeah so we didn't do it. And we have regrets. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Looking back on it, I definitely would recommend going to We counseling. might have, like, waited. I mean, getting married young was... I don't think it was all bad. I mean, we're talking like it was bad. Yeah, I mean, I mean there's definitely pros was, and cons We to thought it. we knew what we were doing, so we thought it was all good. But I feel like it has its ups and downs, got pros and cons. Like, some of the pros would be, like... Well, we didn't have to go through a million people and date. Like, we already knew each other. We didn't go through... I mean, that's good and bad, though. Yeah, I feel like... You know, I feel like that should be, like, in the middle of, like, pros and cons. Like, I don't think you should date a lot of people all the time. But then I also feel like you should date so you can experience what you want. And especially us being at an early age, 18. We had an experience. 19, you know what I mean? Like, being married at 20 was like, yo, this is totally different. Like, I barely even know who I am, let alone who you are or who you're going to be as a person. Right. I mean, like, I think more of like 
what I meant is like dating today and people was talking about we need to go through that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, because mean, no offense to y'all. I feel like the marriage, I feel like it's rough out there. Like, yeah, I definitely there think is it's no like, commitment. You can't trust rough. nobody. People out here wilding. Even the women are wilding now. Like, yeah. So yeah. So like now, like I I would definitely. Well, I mean, there has to be. There, there is still good women and good men out there. Right, but then you have to go through all the bad ones to get there. We didn't have to do that. Yeah. I mean, technically, we went through the bad parts of each other. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely. But that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, another a pro, actual pro. I feel like we got to experience a lot of firsts together, yeah. and we could look back on that, and it's kind of cool. I mean, we got our first apartment together. We mm-hmm. got our first dog, our first cars. Um, shit, our first move was to Las Vegas together. Right. So, like, we had many first, first experiences together. together. <laughs> so, like, that was, like, the best, one of the best things, like, being able to share something with your best friend mm-hmm. and also your partner. Right. And so we kind of understood what each other was going through. Like, instead of someone who's got to deal with all that stuff on their own without someone that really, I feel like we had experienced that, but we experienced it at the same time together. So we didn't really have, we weren't alone. Yeah. Like some people join the military straight out of high school by themselves, get a new place. Don't really know people. Like at least we were together through all of that. We didn't, I mean, we had hard times, but at least we were together. Even if we did, hate each other some of the time yeah and that's definitely i would say that's definitely one of the another pro was like definitely being like being able to lean each other lean on each other when there were hard times even when we were angry about shit right um cons cons would definitely be like finances we didn't know nothing about none of that like we, we never were literally that. just well one thing i knew for sure is that we had to get the bills paid that's one thing I cared about. You, on the other hand? Oh, yeah. I was wilding. Yo, like, yo, we got this money. Like, I mean, the bills are going to be taken we care of. We get a paycheck, and I was the one paying the bills. Like, not just my money, but I mean, like, I'm the one making sure that they're getting paid. Like, setting, Making the budget. Setting up direct, not even a budget. We didn't have a budget. Yeah, valid. I was setting up direct deposits and paying the bills, usually right after we got paid. And then whatever was left, both of us was just like, well, I want to say more you, yeah, but you like, influenced me because at one point we was going to Nike store spending our paycheck every two weeks. Oh yeah, definitely. The yeah. Nike outlet that was our spot. Yeah, and like <laughs> every every, every every week. Hey, what are we doing this week? Hey, I'm off this weekend. What we got to do? We got to pull up to the Nike it outlet. Was, it was a mess because we made sure Tamar had some formula. He wasn't eating, so we was we was eating out and we was buying Nike shit. Yeah, we were making sure that the house was taken care of, but. Then we would also, you know, we would also go spend on ourselves. We were living paycheck to paycheck. Like, literally, we would spend the money and then be waiting for the next check. Like, dude, we got to get some gas. Like, Yeah. Good, yeah. <laughs> like, dang, you got $5? Let's check the change. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey. You know, the dollar menu at, at, hey. at McDonald's. Get some change hey. real quick. Hey, we shit, got two we days to... till payday. We going to buy some McDonald's on the dollar menu. Okay. <laughs> Facts. And then another con would be um, immaturity. I feel that like... That goes in hand what we're just talking about, too. Yeah, like, just 
I, I feel like, th- like with me, I felt like I was super immature back then. Like, you couldn't tell me I was immature at all. Period. I knew everything. Yeah. Period. I knew, I knew what life had to be. I knew that marriage was going to be fine because we knew what the fuck we was doing. And we, we were, uh, com- we knew how to communicate. We wasn't going to have real fights. We was going to have little petty fights. We always had the little petty fights, but we knew what we was doing. And, you know, I know how to pay bills, you know, as long as bills are paid, things are fine. Like I, I knew life. Period. Oh yeah. You are, shit, you, you <laughs> had been through three lives the way you used to want to be. Right. Right. I didn't, I didn't realize that I was also immature. I it's like, okay, Omar's immature because he's want to spend all the money and have go, fun. go out all the time. Yeah. And have fun. But like, meanwhile, we did have a kid right after I got out of tech school or yes. got out of basic training. Basically, I found out I was pregnant in tech school. So, I mean, was it last week at tech school I found out I was pregnant, which means I got pregnant right after basic training. That's another story. So that's like, that's another thing. We were young. We didn't know what we were doing. We thought we knew what we were doing, at least on my end. And then, boom, we found out we're going to Vegas. Boom. I found out I was pregnant and I was so depressed. Like, so... Cause I definitely didn't know what to do with a kid, and I knew that. Yeah. So what? We're what? Twenty, twenty-one. We're with twenty. Married, and with a kid. No, we turned twenty-one before he was born. So we were twenty-one with a kid, newly married in a new place, started new careers with a new kid, with a baby. And we think, and neither one of us, no one ever told me then. People never told me then, like all the stuff that comes with after. After having a child, what how it affects your relationship? We just had a lack of support. Honestly, I think we just had had a lack of well lack, lack of support, support because we were in the military, we're in a new place, and people had their own lives and didn't come live with us. Like yeah, that I wasn't, wasn't an option. We I, I wasn't saying up the street necessarily have like that support system or that that village. Well, that's what I was saying. So. I, I was saying more of just like blessings or or Not like blessings more like knowledge. Like support yeah knowledge like they never no one sat us down and really talked to us about anything like they never gave us like the 100 percent real like hey we're about to embark on this adulthood life and no one's like yo these are the things you need to do these are the things we need to look out for this is what could happen i didn't know anything about postpartum depression until they asked me at my first appointment like after baby or post baby, I had that six weeks later, I had that appointment and they asked me about if I felt depressed and, and I was like, no, and I was like, what postpartum depression? I know nothing about that period. Like that is no, I supposed to, I know military, you're supposed to check all the boxes that say you're not depressed. You don't want to kill yourself or none of that. Yeah. So exactly I didn't do none of that. I mean, I might've been stressed, but I mean, who's not stressed being newlyweds in, in a new location. Right. And on top of that, my most of my pregnancy, you were you went off to basic in tech school, so I was alone for more than half of my pregnancy. And I was, and you didn't, you weren't there for the birth of Tamar. No, so I was not. It was like last time we saw each other, we didn't have a kid, and then you came home, and there's a kid. So, on so like of, our world is literally so on top turned of everything down. being new in the first year of our marriage, we get to see each other for the first time in six months and we have a kid 
and I've been doing it for a week and you just show up and I'm just so involved in Tamar and everything with Tamar. So I'm still trying to figure out what I'm doing mm-hmm. and you're just there like, okay, well I've been gone for this long and you don't even care about me. That's another story as well. <laughs> but basically it's like we were young. No one told us any of this stuff. Um, I don't know if it was, I mean, they might've said so it's going to be hard and, you know, they gave us the generic like no one answers. Get, I feel like the reason why we started this whole podcast is because some people like us don't get any of that information from people close to them. Like, so here it is. If you are in this situation or you plan on getting married and you're young or you're already married and you're young, we're here. Ask us questions. This yeah. is what we're here for. Um, we learned it all the hard way, but we'd rather everybody else, you know. Have the easier way. Easier way, yeah. But it's still not going to be easy. It's just better to know what's, what to expect, I guess. Um, so honestly, would you get married at 20 again? With me knowing everything that I know now. Honestly, I would say no. Like, I was, uh, I wouldn't say no, but I'm like in the middle. You said knowing everything you know now. You're talking about taking the knowledge back? Yeah, like if, like if I had all the knowledge that I have now, I would say no. Like if I had, if I had currently had all like this if knowledge. you could go back in time and know all the things that are going to happen, like could happen like knowing everything that you someone like someone told you all of this like not all of it but like told you more in depth about what marriage entails you would probably say no not saying everything that specifically happened because yeah not like going back in time and knowing the future exactly but yeah, like I somebody informing you on like hey it's hard but this is why and this is certain things that happen to most people and this is why i believe you should wait and you're saying no right yeah, I'm definitely saying no. Me too, but go ahead. <laughs> so I'm saying no for the simple fact that our biggest thing was us growing and then expecting each other to still have that same mindset or the same, like, like be the same person. Like, like you would grow and you would change and I would notice that you're changing, but I'm like, yo, like this isn't the person that I was supposed to be with. Like you're totally different. I see what you mean. Yeah. It's like we grew at different rates and we had to like adapt to the new versions of us constantly. And I mean, like I didn't realize that till more recently that we literally are changing a lot. No, like we literally had to do that. We had to adapt. Like we had to, Okay, this is the person that I fell in love with, but this is not the person that you are now. But I'm still, I still want to be here and be with you, mm-hmm. this new person. Like, yeah. So I feel like we didn't consciously do that though. We kind of were just pushing through it. Like, we yeah, very slowly, badly. like, like we're like, okay, this fool is not the same person, but we're here. We have a kid, so we're gonna figure it let's out. Let's not talk about it and just keep pushing forward. That's one thing. That communication I thought we had. Didn't happen. <laughs> that we didn't talk didn't about happen. none of that. We were just feeling it and not talking about it. Mm-hmm. So I, I, so I would say no, and that was part of my reasoning. Was just, you know, I would, I would want to figure out who I am first, right? 
and I know we like we have a lot of discussions about this now, and I would definitely want to know who I am and where I'm going and where I'm headed as far as like my purpose and my goals and my aspirations before I get married. Like if I can go back in time, like knowing everything, I would definitely say no and change and things. And I'm on the same page just because if someone told me all that, I would think if anything, we would have joined and waited. We probably still would have considered each other and just put it on hold. I don't know that it would have worked out or not, but it's probably what we would have done. Mm-hmm. Probably wouldn't have just broke up. I don't see us doing that. I see us, we're going to wait. And who knows what would have happened. But I mean, if it was like my daughter coming to me or Tamara coming to me. Our daughter's name is Amara, oh, by the way. My daughter or my son, <laughs> my children coming to me and saying, hey, I want to get married at a young age. I want to make sure they know everything the that internet. I didn't know. And tell them, I really think that you should wait. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, if they choose to do it the hard way, they can do it the hard way. I'm not going to stop them. I'll be supportive, but I'm going to let them know beforehand, like, this is what it is. Because, mm-hmm. I, I mean, at the end of the day, they're going to have to learn life themselves, just like we did. Yeah. So, I mean, and then it's just like, I tell, like, I have friends now that are looking oh, I want to be in a relationship and I want something serious. I want to, you know, I'm not getting younger, you know, I'm in my mid twenties and I want to find that person. I want to get married. I want to have a family. Okay. Let me stop you right there. So for y'all 20 to 28 year old people, yo, cut that shit out. This is what I'm getting to. (laughs) Let me, okay. Cut (laughs) that shit out, yo. Like that shit corny. Y'all think, I mean, I thought of myself. People see people like us in a relationship that looks healthy on the outside. I mean, here and there, but it looks like you look happy. You have your kids, your family, like they don't want to be alone. That's scary to think about. So I wasn't no prospects like, yeah, but I wasn't going there. I was just going there to say explaining why they want that. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm talking about the 20 to like 27, 28 year olds. There is life after 28. Like, you don't have to do everything in your 20s. For women, it's more about an age thing. But I feel like your 30s is fine, too, as far as, like, having children. I think once you hit your 40s, it's iffy. Like, you could still be 30-something and have kids. Yeah, like, I definitely feel like But people think they have to start now because if they haven't really, that they've been dating and they haven't really been having good luck with dating, they haven't had, like, a real relationship in some, like, a minute, they think they're never going to have it. Mm-hmm. So they want to push to like find the one. I'm just, I always tell, there's a couple of my friends, like I always be like, Hey, just focus on yourself. Like that's a big thing. Focus on yourself. And I focus on you and that will just come. Honestly, mm-hmm. you, if you figure out who you are, that'll make everything so much easier. Like you'll, if you are the person that you are intended to be, you'll find the person you're intended to be with. Because you're going, they're going to see who you are. They're going to be attracted to you. And if they have their shit together, they're going to know what they want and see what they want. If, if you both have your shit together, you're going to know what you want and you're going to find the right one. You're mm-hmm. not going to be going through people that you shouldn't be going with because you you should know what you want. If you know, if you know yourself, you should know exactly what you want. Yeah. And you shouldn't be going through people that waste your time. Yeah. So, 
So I so, repeat that so many times, but people just don't. So understand. for me, I would I would definitely be like, fellas and women, y'all in y'all twenties, y'all need to be grinding. Uh, you know, making sure you're working hard at your job, making sure you're working hard at your craft. Also, knowing who you are mentally. Yeah, men- definitely mentally, because that is sure a big you block. Are not the toxic person. You don't bring that toxicity into your. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word. Don't bring that toxic energy. Toxic energy into your relationship, because that's bound to fail. Yes. Or just make things more difficult. Because I mean, we had that, and then we worked mm-hmm. through it. But I mean, things go much smoother if you've got yourself figured out and you've you're you're okay mentally, and you got your mental. You're, you've got your mental health in check and you've got what you want to do with life in order and like at least have a plan and know what you want to do. You don't have to be right. You don't have to be all the way to that point, like in success with your, whatever your career is. But at least if you know and you have a plan, that's a start. Yeah. Like before then, I feel like dating should just be figuring out who, what you like. So casual. Casual dating. Like yeah, I definitely would say casual. Like, don't date to be with somebody for ever. Just date to get to know people. Figure out what you like, what you don't like. And yeah. that's part of getting to know you and what you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just based... I mean, me, back when I was 20, 21, 22, I wouldn't have done that. But, I mean, me, if I had the knowledge that I have now, going back... That's what I would have done if I didn't know you, of course. Yeah. But you. <laughs> you were like, what the hell is she talking about? <laughs> oh. But I feel like once you've got everything figured out, then you go date for a purpose, looking for the person you want to spend your life with. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense to find someone because I'm going to let you talk because I'm talking a lot. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I definitely think like you should wait casually date find out what you like what you don't like and then also and have fun before you commit to somebody oh yeah definitely have have, i feel like that's like the biggest issue is like the having fun everybody wants to have fun and also be in a committed relationship if you don't want to be in a committed relationship then don't be in a committed relationship they're like what's the point of that also make that known you could be out here casually dating but make sure the person that you casually dating knows you casually dating because they might be ready to commit and you and you over here bullshitting so make sure you're open about that gentlemen and ladies yeah oh yeah definitely <laughs> i don't like how you put that much emphasis on gentlemen because i but... was gonna start off like that but it's like, you know what women too you know but yeah definitely. but it's mostly women that be like clinging and men don't even be serious that's why yeah so so like for just in general for males and females make sure you guys are communicating what y'all want from the relationship so if your intentions is not to not to be fully committed, and you just want to casually date, tell them up front. If they get upset and they leave, fuck it. You know what I mean? At least you Mm -hmm. tell them up front, in my opinion. I feel like if you tell them up front, like, hey, you know, this is my intention. That could get messy, though. I mean, it can get messy. Yeah, it can get messy, but if I already told you, if I told you my intentions from day one, then then you like what what are you, you gonna be mad at i mean they could be mad but at the end of the day that's what you said so you're not really in the wrong yeah but i know it's harder for women to not be attached yeah i agree so 
men, you could be out here real honest and open and women will still get mad at you. But still, as long as you're open, you're not wrong. And females, be open too. Like if you want a committed relationship, tell him. We tell don't him always that. know what we want though, but you know, girl, figure it out. Nah, man. Tell <laughs> tell him what you want. Like if you want a committed relationship, if that's the man you desire, tell him. And I then mean, be honest when you do catch feelings, so maybe he can just stop casually dating you. Yeah, and then if he doesn't, okay, so then he wasn't the one for you. He's not the one for you if he casually dating and you already commit, just saying. Yeah, I mean. But that's the truth. Like, you fought for somebody who told you y'all casually dating, y'all agreed on it. You got to suck that shit up. Like, admit to him, hey, I'm falling for you. We got to part ways. Like. Yeah. And and that's how it is. Yeah. You know, and that's just just how it is. It's the real. Yeah. Just to recap, men and women, communication is key. Make sure you communicate. We're going to have a podcast all on communication. That's whether you're married, single, looking, casually dating. I feel like this episode kind of goes really well for married and single people. So, that's good. Yep. So, are you ready for the positive affirmation? Uh, you, you, you're not <laughs> yeah. ready. So at the end of each podcast, we are going to do positive affirmations to each other. Um, Last week, you went first. So I'm going to go first this time. Oh, since you already know what you're going to say, huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, I just want to say thank you, number one, for helping me get out of my complacent mindset that I've been in like the last couple years with being in the military just being like complacent like I'm starting to dig myself out of that rut Um, I want to say thank you for that and then I also want to say thank you for supporting and being behind me in my dreams or aspirations right now hold on hold on hold on hold on I'm supportive now I mean we doing a podcast now this is your dreams and aspirations. Nah, it's not my dream, but it's, it's you know what I'm saying. It's something I've been it's wanting to do. I've been not wanting to do. And you know what I'm saying. You jumped on board, and you said, you know what, let's do it. Let's let's start putting our message out there for for the viewers. I just feel like it's more of something to hold me accountable to, and things that I say on here, I got to keep. Like I'm telling everybody to communicate, and. You know, better themselves, and so that means I gotta do the same if I'm talking about it. You right, you right. I mean, right. I am, but keep that's motivation to keep going. Because if I'm gonna be telling people, I better have my shit together too. Yeah, facts. But uh, I don't know how I pulled you out of a rut. Oh, <laughs> uh, just getting started, like like you just this? getting yeah, like you just getting started with being on the podcast. Just like you know what, fuck something it, new and different. Fuck it, like I have so much shit I want to do. Like, yo, just go do it. Like, I mean, what's stopping you? Fuck my mindset now. It's just like I put on Twitter. Was it yesterday or today? I was just kind of like, don't think about everything. You know, just do it and have faith that it's gonna work out. And worst case scenario, it doesn't. But that means it's pretty much not meant for you. Mm-hmm. Like that's just my mindset. Honestly, that was my mindset when I joined the military, but not in the same way. It was kind of like, Tanisha, stop being a baby. I'm desperate to get out of Alaska, so just do it. And if I hate it, I'm like, oh, well. (laughs) But I guess my positive affirmation for you is kind of little. I mean, it's short. 
It's just thank you for, well, today I was cleaning, you were clean, we were watching the game and you like in between like the game you were vacuuming. Uh, I didn't know that you were going to do that. I thought you was going to watch the game. So I was just going to clean while you watched the game. But I took initiative to help. You vacuumed. You wrote up the chore chart that I was talking about doing, even though I said I kind of wanted to do it because I'm weird. I like that stuff. But the fact that you did that, too, while you were watching the game, that was different. So I appreciate that. Uh, thank you. Uh <laughs> I mean, like, that was a plan. Like, well, it it originally wasn't like my plan was just to come downstairs and just, you know what I'm saying, watch the game. Mm-hmm. And I just seen, like, huh. Yeah, I'm vacuuming down here in a minute. Let me just grab the vacuum. Yeah, just expose us. <laughs> I mean, shit. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, and I was like, you know, you had mentioned, hey, you know, like, I'm, I I need a chore chart. Like, I'm sick of this shit. So, I was just like, you know, you're already upstairs cleaning, folding clothes. Why not, you know, release some of that stress from her? Because I know, like, when you have so much stuff on your plate and you don't finish your plate, well, it's a lot worse. I mean, I didn't finish, but... Yeah, I mean, we finished a lot of I stuff. finished a lot, because we... Look, mental health, that's another episode. Yeah, definitely. It's been a struggle for me, so the house is reflecting that. So it's some catching up to do, basically. So we kind of caught up, and I'm happy that we kind of caught up. I feel but better that it's, you know, it's not cluttered. I mean, there's still things that need to be done. The surface is clean. It's just a deeper cleaning that needs to be done, which I plan on doing some tomorrow, too. Hey, you didn't tell me about that. I plan on doing some tomorrow. I still have to do... A few things that were on my list. Okay. Cool. Are you about to put it on your list or something? No, nah, I'm not. I'm not about to put nothing on my list. <laughs> I I gotta go to base tomorrow. So do I though. Figure that out. Hopefully, I'm gonna be on anyway, there quick though. Um, positive affirmations are done. That concludes our second episode. Ooh. Ooh, ooh. So you can follow us on Instagram at Marriage No Chaser. And also YouTube. on YouTube Subscribe. at Marriage No Chaser. If you guys want to leave questions, ask us things, anything, honestly, you can email us at marriagenochaser at gmail.com. You have any other words for our our viewers? Comments. Subscribe. Is it subscribe on Apple Podcasts? Yes, definitely subscribe. Is it is it subscribe and on Spotify? Oh, yeah. We're going to be on all all podcast platforms and watch us on YouTube. I don't know if it's called subscribe or not. It's definitely called subscribe. Okay. So all right, subscribe. guys. This is the closing and we're done. Peace. Peace.